in a time of darkness. When fear ruled the galaxy, heroes will rise, destinies will collide. Who is that kid? And a rebellion will ignite. Get ready. Now! Who are you guys? We're a team. What part of Blast Them did you not understand? Troopers, focus your fire on... on the Jedi. Star Wars Rebels. Join the Rebellion. Premieres this fall on Disney XD. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. You are listening to episode number 30. My name is Jason. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, OT Curmudgeon Tom. I didn't want to mention this uh, on the air, Jason, but we were talking about a raise, and I still haven't seen that in my pitch check. Also joining us tonight... From Bendoms to the Black Series. He collects to, them all. Vintage to modern. Uh, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and more to come, apparently. As a show, all kinds of crazy stuff. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. From from Forlom to Zuckus, we have Dot Jake. Com. Dot com. Is it still, can I still call it Forlomkiss? They both work. They both work. I like Forlomkiss better. It kind of rolls off the tongue a little better. If you read it quick, it's it sounds like forearm scratch. But it's the numeral four. Don't type in actual four. Right. <laughs> that is correct. I'm doing very well and uh, suffering from a major San Diego hangover. But So I can't even imagine. I didn't even go to the con, so I can't, can't imagine how Ryan's doing. See, what are you hanging over from? <laughs> Dude, information overload. <laughs> yes. You wouldn't survive the con, Jake. If you're, a, if you're a vintage guaranteed. collector like me, everybody, you wouldn't give a crap about it. And it would just be a regular other weekend. So uh, those of you listening that are hoping for some vintage goodness, apparently you're going to be horribly disappointed. We haven't done any vintage shows in a long time. Maybe next, maybe next show. Ooh, that'd be good. You didn't hear the news, Tom? They're, they're going to go back and start a, a whole new vintage line now? Well, <laughs> we all going to get time machines and go back to 1978? Is that what it is? No, no, we're going to go back to 1985. And it's going to continue on. Uh, no. Yes. I'm oh, okay. Epic continues. Do Doesn't want? work that way. Doesn't it's work that way. You're going to go back to 1985. It's almost 2015, huh? Right? What are you talking about? Back to the Future? Came oh. out in 1985. They went to 2015. Come on, guys. This is a Star Wars podcast. Let's I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, Marty, we're going back to 1978. Also joining us tonight from Nerdventions and from our new spinoff show, Star Wars. Uh, you've got two names for it now. Um, oh, we're going collecting. Collecting. <laughs> what is it now? <laughs> Collecting Cosmos. Collecting Cosmos. What was the other name? Collectibles. Spelled like oh, with an A. Spelled with an A. 
<laughs> you guys are teasers too. What a bunch of dopes. <laughs> Actually, you designed the logo that has it spelled differently, Tom. <laughs> I was going with what you gave me because <laughs> I'm partial dope too. We're all a bunch hey, of collectibles. That sounds great. Collectibles. You guys shush for a while. Amy, Amy, welcome back to the show. It's the worst podcast ever. Hi. Oh, man. I'm, I'm wondering if I had enough to drink uh, for tonight's podcast. Probably. I'm, I'm probably feeling like not. I'm a little out of place here. Probably not. <laughs> Run to the fridge now and grab yourself something. I guess so. Man. I, I can fix your stupid logo. It's going to cost you some cheese sticks, though. All right. Wow. All right. How much of that will make it into the show? It depends. <laughs> Maybe all of it. Uh, <laughs> or none of it. Like yeah. last show. <laughs> yeah, the entire last show didn't make it into the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because we went so far off on a tangent, uh, who knows what, t- what we actually did. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, this is our big San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up. Amy and Ryan were both fortunate enough to attend. Um, so let's talk about what they showed as far as Star Wars goes. Ryan, I'll just start off with you and uh, give me a little introduction to the uh, to the Comic-Con experience. Well, I mean, this is my fourth year going. It's probably the first year I've really felt like I, I really knew what I was doing. Uh, for those who have never been, Comic-Con can be very overwhelming. It's huge. It's crowded. There's lots of lines. It's a lot of work, but a lot of fun at the same time. Um, and I really felt like I, I kind of knew what I'm doing this year. And like the thing about Comic-Con is it's always laid out the same way. When you get to the sales floor, everything is in the same place. Lucasfilm Pavilion is always in the same place. Hasbro's in the same place. Mattel's in the same place. So the more you go, the more you know where everything's going to be anyway. Um, I actually thought it was pretty awesome this year. I, I've seen a lot of people griping about what Hasbro um, – showed at their panel and everything. I thought it was some of the most new items that they've they've shown uh, for in quite a while. I mean, last year's uh, Hasbro panel was was crap. We sat through half an hour of Angry Birds stuff until we got to like all 20 minutes of Black Series and uh, and Legends and that. And so this year, no Angry Birds. Yeah, it was like half an hour of Rebels, but that's action figures. We got in that stuff. We saw the new uh, ITT and things like that. I I thought it was awesome. I, I had an absolute blast. Amy, what about you? And how many years have you been going to Comic-Con? Um, well, this uh, past weekend was my sixth year going to Comic-Con. Ooh. And it is it is extremely exhausting experience. And, and um, Jake, you were talking about overload. It's, it's a visual overload. Um, it is so much to take in that there are times when you're, you're just like, I want to find a small corner with no people where I just can look at a blank wall for a second because trying to focus on all the stuff that's going on, it's really exhausting. Um, but yeah, I, for Star Wars this year, I was amazed at just the amount of vendors and the amount of products that are out there. It's, it, it's really exploded um, and you can definitely tell it on the show floor at San Diego for sure. Um, some of the other uh, vendors aside from Hasbro, you had Underground Toys, Comic Images, the entire Lucasfilm Pavilion with all of their uh, many, many vendors. Artist Alley, tons of artists doing um, Star Wars art, um, Star Wars panels on Friday. So uh, it was a lot to do in a very short amount of time to keep up with 
all of the things that were that were available. And um, yeah, I, I still feel like I missed out on a couple of things this past weekend, but I tried. Sounds like uh, quite a fun adventure. Um, let's talk about some of the toys that were shown and we'll start off uh, with Hasbro and they did show quite a bit, Ryan. I didn't quite realize how much stuff they showed until I started trying to make a list of all the items and it kind of, it kind of got crazy. They just showed so many figures. What was impressive in the panel, usually on the panels, they'll show a lot of stuff that we've seen before. For example, this time, if they'd shown like the Riyis and uh, Torn Far and all that, they didn't show any of that. Every single thing they showed was not out, and most of it was stuff that we had not seen at all yet. Some of the Rebel stuff we had seen before, but then there was a whole section of Rebel stuff we'd never seen. The Black Series stuff was all stuff we'd never seen. It was it was pretty cool. Uh, it, there was a lot there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's just mention the Black Series, some of the figures that were shown. Um, they showed the Jabba's Skiff Guard, Riyi's, Wedge Antilles in his Snowspeeder uniform. Um, we've those, seen... Yeah. Those three should be the last of the Orange Card Series. Okay, and those should be out this month, right? Or maybe the end of this month? Yes, that's the that's the time frame that was or, on their little or, name card. August, August, actually. August, so, yeah. But, yeah. All right. And then, as far as the new series coming out with the black series with the Tie Fighter uh, card back, um, they showed R five G G nineteen, uh, Luke Skywalker in his Hoth gear, Darth Vader from Episode three, Darth Malgus, uh, Star Killer, uh, or Galen Merrick, Yoda from uh, Empire. Sh- is that uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Um. And then that should be, I think, that's that's a wave. Yeah. Is that Yoda from Empire Strikes Back? Is that a repack of the Yoda that is shipping now? I believe so. Okay. It's the same I'll one. To look yeah. At the, yeah, I think it's the same one. I think out of that line there, um, the the episode one, the episode three Vader is coming on the orange card. So that'll be a reissue by the time it gets to the TIE Fighter. The Darth Malgus is a reissue along with Starkiller from the Vintage Collection and then Yoda. So I think there's only like two, and Luke's only partial new, paint job new. Okay. Okay. So it's It's not more than paint job. It's a little more than paint job on that look. He doesn't have that hood covering his face. Yeah, that's a different head on that figure. Uh, And is the R5 G19, that's Return of the Jedi Rebel Briefing Droid? Is that right? Yes. I believe so. You and, up, Nick. Yeah, I believe so. And uh, the the comment about that one is they're using the Build-A-Droid body for that. Yep. Okay. So it's got the holes in the side. I'm kind of tired of that body, to be honest with you. Well, it you know, if you're going for accuracy, it obviously isn't because mm-hmm. it's got extra peg holes. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree. It was cool when they did it for the Build-A-Droid program where mm-hmm. you could build the stuff, but... If they're just going to pack it as a singular figure, I'd rather they went back to one of the older R2 modes, uh, molds without the uh, yeah. the holes in it. Now, yeah, I what, I th- what I thought was interesting was the uh, Darth Malgus and the Starkiller figures, because I know they're repacks, but um, I, I was kind of under the understanding that they weren't going to release any EU figures because of new continuity and all that, you know, all that stuff we've been hearing about for the last year. But that's maybe maybe that's not the case. Well, 
You know where I think these come from is because <clears throat> it may have been not this toy fair, but the toy fair before. They said we were going to get a <clears throat> we were going to get like a greatest hits line from the vintage collection of figures that were hard to find and hard to get, mm-hmm. and that never materialized. Right. So I think they're still quasi holding to that promise by giving us um, Bastilla and Darth Malgus and Star Killer because those, of course, are high demand figures from the vintage collection, um, which still command a hefty price or at least will until these come out. So uh, um, I think that's where this idea comes from. These are the greatest hits. They're just numbering them and inserting them into the waves. I kind of wish they would have inserted a Gamorrean Guard in here. I still, oh, that would have been awesome. I still need at least one or two more. It's a great figure. Yeah. Um, and then the wave, the, the wave following that from the three and three quarter inch black series is Cap is Captain Rex, the Clone Wars, not the Clone Wars version, but a realistic version from the Clone Wars TV show. Phase two armor as well, yeah. isn't it? Phase two, and not the Phase one that they showed. Yeah. A uh, year, year ago or so. Chewbacca. What kind of Chewbacca is this? Uh, at ceremony. Yeah, it's a New Hope. It's a New Hope. Yeah, a New Hope Chewbacca, Clone Commander Doom. He's also from the Clone Wars, but this will be a realistic version. And he's supposed to kind of look like Doctor Doom. If you look at his paint job, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of mm-hmm. Doctor Doom from the Marvel Universe. Okay, Clone Commander Wolf, also a realistic version of the Clone Wars character from his season six, the desert armor when he's looking for Sifo-Dyas. So that's yeah. very cool. Um, Darth Vader's Yoda's test, which is the Vader where the mask comes off to reveal Luke Skywalker's face. Can we just call him Dagobah Vader? Dagobah Vader needs to lose the silver chain. It just it's, <laughs> it, still yeah. it just sticks out too much. I thought I yeah. they need to tone it down. Tone it down. I think, <laughs> I'd rather go with no chain at all than that most of the time. I would but, too. Oh, agree. Yeah. And. This figure, I, you know, I, I didn't see it in person, so maybe you, you can tell me for sure, Ryan. But this figure does not look translucent like the one that they released in 2002. 2002. No, this was a solid color for sure. It was solid plastic. Yeah. yeah. And it looks really, it looks almost bobbleheadish. Yeah. It's like hid. <laughs> I really. Wait, the uh, scene in uh, Luke on uh, when Luke was going to fight Vader huh? in the cave, that wasn't, trans- he wasn't translucent. Yeah, he was. I personally don't think of that Vader as translucent. No, he was. I, it was kind of shadowy and spooky, but he was, he was not smoky. translucent. I think yeah, he was. smoky. He was more smoky than yeah, spooky. Yeah, I'd say fog. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Ma- ma- you know, maybe I don't know. I have to rewatch it. Rewatch right. it. But doesn't Va- doesn't he look cooler translucent? Come on. I think the two thousand late two thousand one or two, early two thousand two when the Power of the Jedi one came out, that one was cool. It was kind of blue, though. It was a cool mold, though. And that's one thing that that has on this figure. I don't. I'm not digging the way Luke's face looked. I mean, obviously, I'm going off pictures so far, but I feel like it, it doesn't quite look as accurate. It's a little too bulky. Needs to be taller. I don't know. I feel like they've done it better in the past. It looks like a Power of the Force two face. Okay, um, Amy, you had a chance to look at these figures in person. Uh, what did you think of the three and three quarter inch Black Series figures? Well, the the Dagobah Luke kind of reminded me of Space Wolf. I'm not sure why, but like when they debuted it, it just looked a little too scrawny to me. I'm not sure why, but oh, the okay. Now yeah. this one is shipping shipping now, so people should start finding this one. So 
I have I don't ha- I I haven't seen it in hand, but uh, did the arms look kind of crazy too? Was it just it just yeah uh, yeah it's just the whole thing. It I was not impressed when they posted the pictures in the panel. I was like, huh, yeah, not gonna get that. <laughs> okay, they also showed. Um, I think this was just, did they show the product or maybe just a slide? And I think actually people have found this in the store already. The uh, three and three quarter inch Black Series exclusive Toys R Us Battle on Endor pack. Amy, you're um, you collect all Endor stuff. Have you seen this? Do you know? I have not seen it in the store. I did see it in the panel. Um, this is the the one with the the ATST, right? Right, right. Yeah, I I really have no interest in it only because it's a it's a repack, uh-huh. um, and I have all of the figures that are currently in the package. I, I believe there's no change to any of the figures that are packed in it. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so, yeah, I'm probably going to pass on it, even though the packaging looks really cool. Um, I don't think the cardboard's worth it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to pass on it. Jake, what about you? I went to Toys R Us today. I did not see it, but um, I'm waiting for some others to find it and post some reviews on it because right now I think – I think we were told it was all re-releases, but if there is a minor paint variant that you know is pretty discernible, it's enough for me to go after it. So I want to see. I I want someone else to open it and take a look at to see if the ATST is like the same one we have before. And so that it's uh, right now I'm up in the air. Right now I don't have plans to get it until someone says, "Oh yeah, no, this is different." So then, being a loose completist, I will feel the need to have it. Maybe, maybe Tom will buy one and let you uh, look at it and see. Yeah, you can come over and play with it. <laughs> Ryan, That's what she said. Uh, Ryan, I think you already. I think you already said on a previous show you're not going to be picking this up. No, and I got a chance. They actually had one on display um, on the Hasbro booth at Comic Con, and I looked at it. It looks like they're all repack figures. Nothing new in there. So yeah, I don't see a reason to buy it. Okay. Now here's one thing I did hear and the monster amount of information this past weekend was, if you recall, this set was advertised at the same time as the Cantina Showdown, which we now know is a six-inch uh, series set, but it was also advertised with the um, Jabba the Hutt and Rancor. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice there was no word of that. Now, apparently that has been pushed back for a Toy Fair review reveal, so that'll be featured at Toy Fair next year with a March release, so shortly after Toy Fair. And unlike the Battle of Endor, it does have new something new in it. Well, so that'll be at least something to look forward to. Yeah, all right. Looking for big sets to buy. Good to know because I was kind of wondering what happened to that. Yeah. Now, they also showed a fair amount of three and three quarter inch Saga Legends figures. These are the figures with just five points of articulation. We've kind of all talked about our own thoughts about these uh, figures. But, Amy, we have not talked to you about these. Um, do you like the figures that have the limited articulation and the paint paint uh, detail that's not quite up to the uh, standard Hasbro Black Series figures? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really a fan of them. Um, I, I like the idea of the five-point articulation uh-huh. when it's a throwback to the vintage figures, uh-huh. but... Um, I've seen some really horrible paint jobs on them, um, and and they make Power of the Force two figures look good. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not really that impressed by them. Okay, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's run hey, down what what they. Hey, do. Jason, going yeah. back, did we talk about the Leia ceremonial three and three quarters black series? 
Holy crap, yeah. did I miss that one? Oh, I did I know. That's what did, I'm buying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did I um did I even mention that? I don't know if you did because it's a pretty awesome pick here. Okay, so let's. Yeah, I think there's two that I might may not have mentioned, and that's the John Dutch Vanders figure. Oh yeah, Dutch and Vander, the yeah. Princess Leia from the uh, ceremony Princess Leia ceremonial, a New Hope figure. Those are also the Black Series three and three quarter inch, also available in March of 2015. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, the Leia looked really, really good. I, I mean, obviously it's just a prototype, but um, looks really well done. It's you know, we haven't had a Leia ceremonial in well over ten years at this point. I think. Mm-hmm. I think we've we've only had two, right? We had a Power of the Jedi and uh, Princess Leia two packs. I think, if I remember correctly. Yep. So it's been quite a while since we've had one of these to finally get an update, and it looks really good. I, I'm impressed with it. Looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for people to show their dislike as uh, it looks like it has very few points of articulation because it's got the molded base on it or the the bottom of her dress looks to be one piece so this is going to be a figure that's maybe got one two three four pieces four points of articulation she I, does she does have elbow articulation she does she does so that would be yeah. five six yeah I really now I heard the metal she comes with is going to be special is made special to fit on the Chewbacca figure. Well, they didn't oh. say that when they announced it in the panel though. They announced she was the first one they announced, and then they said and who to go along with her, and everybody shouted out Chewbacca, and sure uh, enough, they showed Chewbacca next. So uh, I don't know, maybe. And Chewbacca's got the. He, I mean, he's pretty accurate to the ceremony because you, you'll notice he's got pretty slicked back hair, kind of like he did for that scene. So yeah. That's very cool. Uh, Amy, what did you think of this new Princess Leia figure? I'm excited uh, about it because I have the other two Princess Leia ceremonial figures they've done. They haven't done enough of them. It's been a very long time since we've had the last one, probably 97, 97, I think, Mm -hmm. maybe. Sounds good. So it's been quite a while since we've had one, so it's about time. I really like the one that came with um, in the Princess Leia collection from the 90s. The one that came with the uh, real cloth. Yeah, I thought that, the, I still like that one. Yeah. So that one has to live has a lot to live up to because I really do like that one. The uh, the second hair on that one too. Yeah, the second one they released I didn't quite like as much. But uh, I'm looking you know, forward really, to this one. It's interesting that they actually went that long without making one. I mean, mm-hmm. two years that would have been twenty years without that very key scene. Yeah, I I have. To be honest, I would have preferred if they would release a um, the standard in New Hope Leia with the uh, star the star puffs or the cinnamon bun look, because I really feel like we need a a newer version of that one. More. You didn't like the uh, Melloway early bird set. I love the that the early bird one is one of my favorites. Uh, it's okay. And then John Dutch Vanders. Uh, we got this guy in. 2004, Something I guess like that, yeah. people complained because he was too tall, if I remember right. It was a pretty tall figure, yeah. <laughs> Worth complaining about? <laughs> but I don't know. It Was he not tall, though? I, when I see that cut scene in my head where he's – is that not Gold Leader? No, it's Red Leader, isn't it, that walks up to Big and Luke? Yeah. You know the cut scene? It's this Red is Leader. Gold Leader. Yeah, no, scratch that. Gold Leader. I don't know how tall he's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is like this was the figure when I was taking pictures of everything in the display case. I actually skipped over him because I 
I didn't think it was a new figure because I just X-Wing pilot just went past it. Like, yeah, I was like, and I think it was yesterday when I was like, or Sunday, I should say that I, I went back and I said, Oh yeah, I missed that figure. And, and I snagged a picture of him for the, for the um, page, but yeah, it wasn't that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Another X-Wing pilot. Yeah. Well, but hopefully he's not too tall because right. that's the, per- I think that was the purpose for redoing this one. I don't know. Is there anybody out there who is really campaigning for Dutch Vander to have a shorter version? If if you're out there and you think that we should have had a shorter Dutch Vander, we want to hear from you. Get, yes. Get, get, get in contact with us. We want to know. Find us on Facebook and let us know. Exactly. That'll be the same people that want a fatter Orkins or something. <laughs> okay. So now we can actually get back to the three and three quarter inch saga legends, the four five no the five point articulated articulation figures. But let me say five points of articulation figures. They put a bunch of them out. Um I'm just gonna rattle some off and we'll stop for a second. Uh Saga Legends figures are Anakin Skywalker from Attack uh, not from uh Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, th- those are ones. The Anakin, the Clone Shock Trooper, the Mace Windu, and the Super Battle Droid. Uh, those are ones they had on display, and those are ones that are currently out. So I think that okay. was just current. I think that was just filler in okay. the back of the case. I they so didn't the, seem to say that those would be coming again in any okay. new packaging. So. That's that's good because I think there's enough of those out right now. Yeah, like you could go find. I think all of those right right now. If you went out, I to think the, you could. Oh, yeah. you go to my Fred Myers. You can probably find twenty of each of them. Tom's been stockpiling them as well. So, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, okay, so let's go to some ones that we don't have yet, and some of the uh, rebels. You know, they're kind of mixing this line with the rebels, the animated series figures. Um, so they showed a stormtrooper from Rebels, Ezra. Is it Bridger? Bridger, yeah. Okay. The Inquisitor, Kanan Jarrus, Agent Callus, C110P, otherwise known as Chopper, Jango Fett from Episode Two. I guess people like that figure still. That must be a re-release. Clone Trooper from Episode Two, Darth Vader, Episode Five. Luke Skywalker, Episode 6. Obi-Wan Kenobi from The Clone Wars. Snowtrooper from Episode 5, AT-AT Driver. Oh, let's, and, let's stop here. Let's just stop. With yeah, that's, okay. that okay. should be the... Uh, this is the initial wave from October, right? Yeah, Yeah, and that's 12, right? Uh, so it's probably two waves, or if they're going to go one of each in a case, that could be, that could be one wave, because there's rumors of that, that them having a whole case where everything is new. That would be nice. I'm really hoping that this gets some kind of um, Midnight Madness release or some kind of hoopla, since this is kind of a new launch. Um, I guess we'll see. We haven't heard... Nobody said anything about it, though, have they? No. They were very tight-lipped about a lot of things pertaining to the future, and, you know, I I don't know... Obviously... We know that episode seven was off the table for any discussion anywhere at Comic-Con. But, yeah, they were even a little tight-lipped about what they're going to do. We know that Power of the Four – I mean, 5POA is a big focus of theirs going forward. But other than that, 
they didn't announce any promotions or, you know, mm. how long this line would go in this packaging. You know, this is they didn't offer too much except showing us these figures here. Now, some of these figures from this first wave are actual repacks from the uh, wave, the uh, wave that shipped to, as far as we know, Canada only. That would be the Luke Skywalker from Episode Six, mm-hmm. the um, the Snowtrooper, the Obi Wan Kenobi from the Clone uh, Wars. From the Clone Wars, yeah, yeah it's just um, those, those three, right? Yeah. And, and they did not show um, Darth Maul. Maul. Darth, they did not show Darth Maul. Oh, but, but if you recall, Dan Curto leaked a photo a couple months ago mm-hmm. of like a poster that was mm-hmm. uh, kind of like you know, look like potential future figures. Yep. Well, that poster has become, you know, almost everything on it. 80% of what was shown on it was accurate to what they showed this last weekend at San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So the stuff they didn't show included the mall. Okay. So I'm expecting either uh, if they show up like they normally do to New York uh-huh. Comic-Con and have a panel, uh-huh. I, I'm expecting Maul there, or if not there, then we know that we'll typically get him at Toy Fair. So okay. I expect to see him. Along with the Clone Wars, uh, or not Clone Wars, the uh, Rebels Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, because that was not, there's true. Uh, the Maul, the Obi-Wan, and there was a couple two-packs that we didn't see, mm-hmm. uh, but we haven't got to in the mission series. Okay. Now, um, Tom, what do you think of the designs of these uh, Rebels figures? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fine. I'm sure they're 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 you know they're they're true to their animated mm-hmm. selves. What do you think of the what What do you think of the animated selves? What I mean, just by looking at the designs, you know, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not in love with any of these characters yet. No, no, that might change. You know, yeah. that's still not going to make me go out and get any of these. But that might change once I watch. You know. Mm-hmm. Couple once I'm a couple episodes in. Yeah, uh, Amy, what are your thoughts on the rebels uh, figures or characters? Um, I'm I might be interested in picking up a chopper figure down the line, but mm. it's really going to depend on what I think of the show. So I'm going to kind of wait and see what it's about before I mm-hmm. commit to buying anything. Okay, okay. Um, let's move on. To the uh, next wave of Saga Legends figures, um, picking up with a December release of the AT-AT driver, the AT-DP driver, Clone Commander Gree, the Jedi Temple Guard, Plo Koon, and a TIE pilot. Uh, these, to me, these look pretty cool. Interesting choice of the the AT-AT driver. Does that mean there's going to be a new AT-AT out at some point? Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh, um, to put out a new ad at, oof! I think we might have to wait until uh, we see one of those pop up uh, in episode seven before we get a big vehicle release like that. If you know rumors come true that uh, we might see one of those, so um, yeah, I don't think we'll get a vehicle. But man, this line of figures, I cannot wait for the Jedi Temple Guard. For anyone that's had a problems with five points of articulation, I want you to stare at that figure because the detailing, the sculpt on that figure is amazing. That is a great looking figure. I'm also pretty excited about the uh, Gree and from, uh, I believe it's uh, the last season 
I believe that's uh, Clone Wars Season 6 that that's from. Um, the TIE pilot looks great. I, I'm happy with this wave, actually. I'm really happy. It, to me, five points of articulation, the Saga Legends line, started off high like this, and then it's right now we're in a lull where the quality is just not as good in the paint and the characters aren't, aren't as exciting, but I forgive them now because these figures look great that are coming down the road. That Jedi temple guard blew me away when they showed that. That was one of those figures watching season five and season six of clone wars. I was like, I want an action figure of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I wasn't sure we were going to see any more clone wars and to see that we're, they're giving us that it, it kind of shows that we're going to continue to get that sort of thing. Um, the, the Rebels figures themselves, I think they look great. Um, interesting thing on the Adat driver, when they announced him at the panel, it was really strange. And the, you know, sometimes the, the people who are doing this don't always know their stuff, but it was, it's kind of strange because the person who was going through all this stuff says, on oh, the Adat driver, you know, we only saw him from the waist up and never saw his legs before. Now you're going to see his legs. And, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, <laughs> how many versions of this figure have we seen? Are there's a vintage version? You know, it's like. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, but you know, I mean, it looks nice enough for what it is. Do you, do you think that could be? Do you think maybe they're referencing that the Adat driver might be in Rebels, and you get to see his legs in Rebels? Maybe I don't know because they weren't speaking out about it specifically in Rebels, but you know, now mm-hmm. that you say that, that is a possibility. Hmm. This way, yeah, this wave looks awesome. I, the only one I question really is Plo Koon because. He doesn't sell well, does he, Plo Koon? I always see him hanging around. I don't know. How many versions in the Clone Wars line do we have? Like three, four versions? <laughs> well, yeah. we got we got not only Clone Wars versions, but expanded universe versions oh, yeah. and movie versions. And, you know, I'm the sure Clone that's... Wars comic a, version. And, you know, yeah, no. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's a popular character. I mean, it probably doesn't hurt that, you know, the Dave Filoni's key character, you know. Yeah. 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 All right. So next, we're going to move on to the Saga Legends two packs for the three and three quarter inch figures, also known as Mission Series figures. Currently on the roster, the 212th Battalion Clone Trooper and a Battle Droid, Darth Vader and Seeker Droid, Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul. These are the ones that are already out. They showed them. We've got them. They're still on the shelves. If you don't have them, go get them. Buy them all. Buy all of them. Come on, Tom. Get them. Go get them. Yeah, I don't see Vader very often, actually. Yeah. The, the, mall, the mall sits, but Vader I Vader is always mall. popular. I mean, Vader. Vader's well, and, and Vader, they repacked in the Bespin pack now, too. So. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't found yet, by the way. Oh, really? What? Go to Fred Meyer. I do, every day. Oh, I'll pick you up one. Um, thanks. Um, okay, but as far as new figures go from Rebels, they've got... Oh, Zeb or you're not going Gar- to try to say his name, are you? Garrett Zeb Aurelios, <laughs> any, any stormtrooper. Uh, also from Rebels, C3PO and R2D2. Um, not from Rebels, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. What Luke Skywalker is this? This is the re. This is the set you want. The best. Oh, yeah. so, okay. So this is a re-release. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I have it by then. Okay. <laughs> and then a re-release of the Yoda and Darth Sidious. Um and uh, Boba Fett and Stormtrooper. That's, um, that, that's a new pairing, but new pairing, old figures. but yeah, old figures. Um, figures that people have been clamoring for. Yeah, Boba Fett's not, but, but, but yeah, both of those have been not the easiest to find, so that's cool. Yeah. Um and then uh, a repack of Obi Wan Kenobi and General Grievous, and then uh, a repack of Han Solo and Chewbacca, mm-hmm. and then. 
Now, those are Octobers. That that wave, what is that? How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so that's the October lineup. I'm cool with it. The Rebels figures I'll for sure be going with. The repacks, you know, hopefully they don't clog up the shelf, but I'm fine with them repacking, especially some of these harder-to-get figures. Well, yeah, I mean, I dare someone to go out and find a Yoda in Darsidious. That's Right, I haven't seen that yet. So I had to get mine from, I think, Hasbro Toy Shop has them currently, but they're not in brick and mortar. Um, Amy, you collect Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Uh, did you see this two-pack yet with Obi-Wan Kenobi and General Grievous? I did, but it just it doesn't look like it's that much different from what has already been out before. So and yeah, what about the Obi Wan and Darth Maul? Yeah, yeah, same deal. Same deal. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm just gonna kind of hold back on that one. I think Jake, you're an Obi Wan Kenobi collector, but you collect them all anyways. Um, yep, I have all these. Yeah. Um, so as far as the new ones go, uh, Ryan. As far as the new ones go, Jake. <laughs> Um, you literally yeah. got me just as I was standing up. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> oh, crap. I didn't know I was going to talk about these. <laughs> you don't have um, to. It's right. short. <laughs> so, uh, well, the, the Rebel stuff definitely have to get all the, the repack stuff. I, I Much like everybody else, I don't have the uh, the Sidious and Yoda yet. Uh, but the the Rebel stuff looks pretty cool. It's the, the next wave of two packs when we get to those. Those are what really looks awesome. Uh, uh, what's interesting about the uh, mission series is the 3PO and R2. So this is the what third animated version of uh, R2 and 3PO that we're getting. We have, of course, the originally the droids, and then we had the Clone Wars. Now we're getting Rebels. I'm going to say that I like the R2 from Clone Wars better than the – no, sorry, scratch that. I like the 3PO better from Clone Wars and the R2 better from Rebels. I want to see that pairing because the 3PO in Rebels is not doing it for me. And the R2 in Clone Wars was a little too cartoony. So, you know, it's interesting how I don't like I don't like <laughs> this set perfectly, but I didn't like the last set perfectly. But now I can make my perfect 3PO and R2 partnership. And toss the other two in the garbage. <laughs> Never. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Um, then the next wave of two packs supposedly coming out in December 2014. We've got. Uh, Are you going for the Wookiee names here? That's what I've been waiting for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Cicatro, Visago. There you go. And IGRM, uh, Bosk and IG88, Sabine Wren and Stormtrooper, uh, Wicket W Warwick and the Biker Scout. Amy. Yes. Wolf, Wolf Waro and Wookiee Warrior. And Hera, Syndulla, and Stormtrooper Commander. But Hera will be – Hera was shown to be in February, whereas those – Oh, okay. So she's in the end. That's good. Release. That's good because I think the head sculpt on the Hera did not look very good, and hopefully they've got time to uh, improve it. It's interesting that you say that because in the panel they talked about here the body sculpt on that one because apparently the character has – Really long legs and, and a tiny waist, and they had to sculpt that into that. And then they were worried about making that style of figure and then having it be able to fit in the vehicle. And they said they were able to sculpt it to, to make it work, but they didn't say anything about the head sculpt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the IGRM, come on. That's that's the IG88 prototype. You guys see that? Right, right. So Well, that's where the RM comes from. Right. It's, yeah, Ralph McQuarrie. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a, it's it's a new paint job on the Ralph McQuarrie version of IG88. Yep. Yeah. 
These all look really nice. Um, Bosk, once again, they never can do Bosk poorly, in my opinion. Even from the beginning, Power of the Force 2, that Bosk was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, they always make Bosk great. I don't know what it is about that figure. Someone loves that figure a little extra or something. And and IG-88. Yeah, Mary Franklin, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and, and IG-88, I mean, this has got to be, you know, it, it's five points of articulation is perfect for him because he does nothing, right? <laughs> just stands there. So Are, are they just re-releasing the, the vintage figure? <laughs> I don't think so. Amy, what do you think of the uh, the Ewok figure, the Wicket figure? I'm excited about the Wicket. I'll pick it up. Um, but I'm also excited about the um, Sabine figure, actually. Yes. I'm going to pick that up, and I'm also going to pick up the, the Wookiee 2-pack, although not for the reason you probably might automatically think I might want it for. I'm going to uh, – I think I'm going to take those and customize those into holiday special Wookiees. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they kind of have faces that lend themselves to it. It's kind of cartoony, kind of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Get Which one's itchy? On <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, you know, I haven't taken enough time to think about it, but when they showed it at the panel, I was like, holiday special Wookiees. So, <laughs> all right, I well, went there. I'm going to buy that lighter one. That lighter one looks like lumpy, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, um, I think it's a little bit disappointing that the Sabine and Hera figure are packed only with the Stormtrooper and that they're not offered just as single pack figures. It's almost like they didn't, I feel like they didn't have faith in those figures enough to pack them by themselves. Unless your name is Padme Amidala, you don't get female love in the Hasbro lines of recent. Yeah, it's too bad because I think those would be cool figures just on their own card. Mm -hmm. I'll still be excited to pick up the uh, two packs and, you know, I can always use more Stormtroopers, so I'm not upset about that. It's just... um, Now, do you like the Stormtrooper from Rebels? I'm, I'm warming up to it. Yeah, it's I don't definitely love a it. design choice. I'm not, right now, like you, I'm not like, that's not my favorite, but I'm sure I'll be sentimental to it by episode five. Tom, what do you think of the new Stormtrooper design? Uh, the Rebels one? Yeah, yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, you know, it's cartoony, so it's not going to be accurate, accurate, but it's it's fine for what it is. Okay. It's uh, pretty dead on from uh, what we've seen of the animated series, so there you go. Would we say it's got the enlarged, um, I don't know what you call them, tusks? Head tubes. Head tubes. <laughs> it's a technical term. Side, side oh. tubes, I don't know. Better than side tusks. That, yeah, sounded, that, that sounded stupid. Yeah, those are. I think, I, <laughs> those tubes, I think, are what, are what making a lot of people not so sure if they like it or not, because they do look kind of kind of Overly pronounced. Yeah. Yes. Are these more? Uh, are these meant to resemble more of the holiday special stormtrooper? Because if you'll notice, they have some pronounced head tubes on them as well. You think there's any throwback to that at all? The old Nelvana design, uh, no. maybe. Oh, yeah, could be. It definitely has a Nelvana look to it. You know, it's like a cross. For me, it's a cross between that and it's a cross between Kenner's um, depiction of the stormtrooper on the uh, Sears Cantina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, hmm. outside in the was a sand trooper that's outside the bar there. Yeah, um, could yeah. be. Yeah, I could see that. All right, they also showed some vehicles. Um, the first three, I think we are, we've we've seen for the last year or so: the Anakin Jedi Starfighter, Jango Fett Slave One, Obi Wan's Jedi Starfighter. These are the smaller vehicle. These are the vehicles that are kind of smaller. Class two, right? Class two. Yeah. Last two. 
Um, um, I've I've never bought any of these, and I never will. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm you know they're good for the kids. To me, it's interesting that they showed these three because the next wave of these is actually out. Or I'm, well, when you can find it, it's out in stores. Like I just saw it today, the first time at my local Toys R Us. Well, they, um, they did they did have the second Obi Wan Starfighter there, as well as the the yellow Jedi Starfighter was there. The, that's the these two. That, that should be these yeah. two. The those, those are the, the new ones. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. No, those are the first release, right? No, no, no. The first release was the Anakin and Obi Wan. Uh, episode three and the Obi Wan episode two Jedi Starfighter. You're right, but was yeah. Boba Boba was no. the second no. release. Jango yeah, exactly. Was that was that was what I thought was weird. Okay, okay. The so Boba that's... Fett one was not shown. It was a Jango Fett. There you go. That makes yep. more sense now. So they were partly up to date. Amy, do the uh, Obi Wan Jedi Starfighters uh, fall into your Obi Wan collection or no? Um, they do, but I just I just kind of have one of each example, so mm-hmm. I already have. One episode one and one episode three ship from Hasbro, so I feel like okay. I don't need to have any more. Okay, now the exciting the exciting vehicles shown were the new vehicles, the ATDP from Rebels All Terrain Defense Pod coming out in October, the Inquisitor's Tie Advanced prototype coming out in October as well, the Phantom Attack Shuttle in October, and then they showed. Um, I don't think they showed a prototype, but they showed at least an image of the Imperial Troop Transport coming out in January of 2015. No, they have the prototype there. They did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed something. Okay. So, yeah. So they did. You can find that image and all of these images on Galaxy of Toys' Facebook page. Um, yeah, if you want to see a picture of that crappy troop transport that's coming. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah let's, uh, enjoy. Let's What's wrong with the troop transport, Tom? Was, hold on. This was a vehicle that Tom has been um, <laughs> he's been rooting for since we started this Do, do you want me to tell you why? You want me to tell you why? Or do you want to go to something else and come back to me later? We'll come back to you later. Okay. Um, these piece, piece, big piece <laughs> of crap. These vehicles, I, I am super excited for all of these vehicles. They all look great. They all look fun. Um, I October can't get here fast enough as far as I'm concerned. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very, very excited, and I was so glad. You know, we all heard – well, we knew Imperial Troop Trans was, Transport was coming because they've already – they showed us the toy at um, – <clears throat> was it Toy Fair? Yeah, it was Toy Fair. They previewed the toy that they was making the t- – they were putting it in the series then. And then um, I, like many others, picked up the visual guide early right when it came out and saw it pretty highly detailed in the star wars rebels uh, visual guide but then to actually see the toy ah, i was super super excited um the one thing that's interesting about the other three vehicles though is that they have uh a cartoony style to them they're a little more rounded they have softer edges whereas the uh clone wars they use more or less movie accurate vehicles when they released them Hasbro. So it's, they're actually making a design choice by making the vehicles match a little more of the animation. Whereas Clone Wars didn't do that. They very much portrayed very realistic uh, looking vehicles. But despite that, I'm super happy for all of these. They all have that vintage feel. They, um, yeah, bring them on. Can't wait to get you know, this full time. You talk about design on that. Cause one of the things I said in the panel on the ITT is that the same person who designed the original Imperial mm-hmm. Troop Transport in the Kenner line designed this new one for, for the, the new Rebels line. I know, it's fantastic. Did Mark, he have a stroke? Mark, Mark Boudreaux. Mark Boudreaux, yep. 
Well, you know, his early designs were different from even what we got. Right. It has that cool, like... More sloped front. Right. It looks mm-hmm. cool, but I guess it was too pointed of a thing for kids to play with or something. Probably the Hauser figure. Yeah, they'd poke their eyes out or something. This They're is just... a huge fail, boys and girls. <laughs> um, yeah, it, Amy, you saw all these vehicles in person. What'd you think? Yeah, I liked the um, Imperial Troop Transfer. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and the... The Inquisitor's uh, shuttle ship looked really neat too. So I kind of like I kind of like to see a little bit of the Macquarie in the the ships and a little bit of the throwback to the vintage and kind of how this is going to bridge things. It's definitely of more interest to me now than it was before when I had heard of Rebels. Now that I've seen some of the products, I'm a little bit more interested in watching the show. So I think it'll be good. Tom, you have. You have championed the return of the Imperial Troop Transport I did since not, we started this podcast. Number one, I did not I did not come to the conclusion that it would look like this or be like this. Uh, the shape is fine. Here's the problem that I've got. No windows. That it wasn't in the, made in 1979. Shut your frickin' hole, Jake. I'm talking. <laughs> uh, no windows. That means there is really no cockpit to speak of. You open a hatch that opens up the length of the ship. This is a huge fail, boys. This is a huge fail. And if you can't see that, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I really don't know what to tell you. You are beyond fanboy at this point, and there is no hope. Disney is our master. So, Tom, Tom, i got to ask. So you have to have real windows for something to be right. So... That would mean the vintage AT-AT with its sticker window on the cockpit would be a complete fail, right? Well, I never had that either, so. Uh-oh. But the, if this is supposed to be a uh, kind of a uh, 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 homage to the old troop transport, uh, they should have taken a little bit more time. If these were hollowed out and you had a two-man seat cockpit and the rest of the uh, body was uh, maybe uh, 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 a cavity that you could actually like store stuff in and have like little greeblies and little electronics and stuff in there that uh, that looked like um, you know something interesting that would have been a lot better than this piece of crap i think tom am i right or are you just gonna go oh it's great yeah it's fine <laughs> I, I think tom just that what you're gonna do exactly like the original one okay i i will i will i will support your claim that i think it's odd that the whole top lifts off you know unless that exact thing happens in the animated series which it won't which it won't it might you know that is that is odd that is odd i I will get you that's not a design choice i would have supported but if you don't open the top (laughs) it looks awesome yeah, yeah, but the, I I think it's a real cop out to have the blacked out solid windows, and when you pop open the uh, hatch, there's no indication that there were windows in the first place. So it just does not make sense. This, this is a dumb vehicle, and I'm I'm disappointed. Does this one come with the little um the things that go over the figures to like brainwash them, like the original one? Oh, uh, who it, cares at this point? They didn't show any of that, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, Amy, I don't Amy, know. what do you think of this? abomination Uh, it it is i can see where they're coming at and it's i think more of a thing for kids because rebels is kind of geared for us in that it's it's visually it's reminding us of the original trilogy but for the toy line it's really geared for the kids because it's an animated series they're trying to get the kids involved and excited about the new movies that are coming out coming up and um they really did when they talked about this um 
particular ship in the panel, they mentioned that all of the storage features that it had. So for them, it was more a case of, you know, here's a kid that's playing with this toy. Maybe they want to add some other toys into the ship and you can store all their uh, weapons in the hidden compartments. And Could have done that easily with a hidden compartment in the cockpit that worked with a hatch <laughs> that you, you could have put figures in. So uh, I don't I really, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, here is one. No thing offense, that, but I think this is just a big turd, big gray turd. <laughs> the, the, the big thing is that this is made for the class two line. This is made for the uh, $20 price point. And what was uh, reiterated more than just even our Q&A that Ryan did with Hasbro is that they're very happy with that $20 Price point. They say that it has a huge amount of consumption. That right now, that's but pretty much everything will be coming in for the foreseeable future. So, how much? How much does it cost to hollow out some windows, guys? How much is that? How much does that cost exactly? You know, it's just someone price that out for me and tell me how much. How much does it cost to add articulation to an arm or not? So, you know, I think uh, I think what Amy said was right that they made these for the kids and i have a warning look out kids because i'm coming through to get my imperial troop transport Sadly. the thing <laughs> is they, they you know they made the tra- troop transport 30 years ago for kids too and you know they had the little hatch where you could put the death squad commander two death squad commanders how many figures can you stuff in this thing 30 uh, yeah well okay <laughs> I'm just, I'm, let's nope. just, I'm just saying, you can edit what I said out before. I'm just going to say that this is a little bit of a disappointment. It could have been done better. Okay. What, what if this is the kind of idea? And I think there's going to be people out there that are going to go, going to agree with me. I'm sure, I, I, oh. I you, there definitely will be. Yeah. Okay. What, what if this is like the, um, the original Rebel Transport, though, where it's not just a vehicle, but maybe kind of a figure case, too, with the way it opens. So you could store your figures in it as well as a big But vehicle. the thing is, the way it opens is there's no, there's no hope for that. There's no way that you can store figures in it because it, it's not designed that way. Look at look at all the used space. Look at the look at the pictures. Uh, I don't know. I'm on Rebel Scum, uh, uh, and when you c- pop it open, there's no there's no room for figures, guys. So nice try. What's what's what next? Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Terrible. But we'll get, we'll come back to this vehicle once it actually. Appears. I don't want to return to this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna right. get one in your stocking now. All right. Um, also, they mentioned some exclusives coming to Target. Um, the Inquisitor's Tie Advanced Prototype with the Inquisitor, and the Phantom Attack Shuttle with uh, Kanan. Um, these are. And- and the third one, which they didn't put in the booth, but they are doing the AD, the ATDP with oh. a with driver. Okay, but these and these are just basically exclusive repacks. There's these aren't so far. I this, mean, lo- this looks like nothing to get excited about as long as you found the original, the first release. Yeah, the figures you know, look it, exactly the same. It you know it just depends. We have to wait until they come out because you know in the past sometimes I mean and this is only makes a difference to people like maybe Ryan and I, uh, where sometimes they'll have a clean version come out on the box, and then they'll have a battle-worn or a space-worn version come out in the exclusive. So that's just one thing to look for. Um, Now, I'm guessing you'll be able to save a little bit of money by buying them packed together. 
you know, if you know that you just want one of each, mm-hmm. buying these packs might save you money. However, it looks like these come out a month after the original releases, so you'd have to actually sit there and wait and hope that you find them, or I don't know. And, you know, people like me can't do that. So. I can't either, so. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to the Black Series 6-inch figures. Uh, they showed some pretty cool stuff. They showed Bosk, which I thought looked just great. Han and Stormtrooper gear. Um, seems like a no-brainer. Uh, TIE Pilot and the Episode 2 Clone Trooper Sergeant. He's got the green uh, paint on him. Uh, Ryan, what are your uh, thoughts on these? I think they look fantastic. That Bosk is going to have a hinged, hinged jaw. And they actually wanted to make the tongue articulated, too, on it, but they couldn't quite make that happen. They did have a little fun in the panel by showing why the jaw was hinged by showing the clip from Empire Strikes Back to show Bosk's mouth move, which in Empire it moves like half an inch, really. That's about it. But, you know, they said, hey, so they took it so it opens much further than that. Maybe it actually opens a a full half inch on the six-inch figure, but not to scale. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um... The the boss absolutely looked fantastic. Um, what was the other one? Crap. <laughs> Sorry. Han Stormtrooper? Oh, yes. The Han Stormtrooper looked really good. And this was another one. Again, they had to go back and redesign a little bit on it. It's not a straight-up head swap, put the Han head on a Stormtrooper body, because they had to do something with the, the, the neck and make that a little different. I know that's pretty minor, but they actually kind of pointed that out and said, this isn't just straight repack, redo. They actually had to go through and redo that, and they wanted it to look good with the helmet on. This is made for the helmet to go on, not replaceable head, but that the helmet goes on top of Han's uh, head. Jake? Um, I'm not all in on the six-inch. I only pick and choose. The Bosque looks great, but um, I know I, I won't say it's improvement over anything they've done in the three-and-three-quarter line. So uh, I'm not a big... I. I don't fall for all the clones outside of the three and three quarter wave. So I'm not going to get the sergeant. Um, the Han, you know, that's it, it's a Han stormtrooper head. So, you know, I'm probably passing on these three. Probably not uh, going to get any of these. Uh, I'll wait for uh, some others to come along, but they look fine. But yeah. Amy, do you collect the six inch figures? Um, I am cl- starting to get into it a little bit. I got the slave Leia because I knew they were going to do a job of the hut. Mm-hmm. I did not pick up the San Diego Comic-Con Jabba the Hutt, but I am going to go out and pick up the Jabba that's out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, any Ewoks or Jabba the Hutt-related six-inch figures, I'll get. There's also a Walgreens exclusive Boba Fett in prototype armor. Um, this is kind of interesting that Walgreens has an exclusive. And they're uh, going to have more, too. Yeah. Um, is this going to be hard to find? Did- I don't know. They they had the uh, the QR code up in the booth for you to pre-order uh, it. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was there the first day, or if it, I don't even know if it was the first day. Yeah. But when I was in there the second day, I noticed that it was up, and then it said sold out right next to it. Our friend Jason, he uh, is going after the Game of Thrones figures, and he called Walgreens last night after hearing about the Game of uh, Thrones uh, exclusive Tyrion to Walgreens and he called him last night and uh, they transferred him to one person. She goes, Oh yeah, they're right here. Come on in, stop in tomorrow and we'll get you one. And he literally just drove to that Walgreens today, picked it up and sent me a picture of it. So wow. I kind of really liked that type of customer service. I heard at least in my area, I can't say that's going to go you know, to everyone, but you know, heck when you can make a phone call and 
go and pick up your thing. That's fantastic. So I'm hoping because they're not, as far as I know, other than maybe a few Hot Wheel collectors coming in, they've never really dealt with the collector crowd. So we might catch them at a good time. Yeah, catch them. You guys out. are gonna knock over old ladies trying to get it, get their prescription. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. long is that gonna last? Yeah. Oh, Sonny, God damn you! <laughs> no, 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 you, you got it wrong, Tom. We're gonna knock over Tom trying to get his prescription. <laughs> That's why I'm I'm changing my prescription to another pharmacy. Right, you gonna switch right, right, right <laughs> I think it's great that Hasbro's looking for other ways to distribute their figures. So I think this is a good thing. I can imagine Walgreens eventually will get sick of Star Wars collectors coming in every day and annoying them. I uh, wonder why they picked. <laughs> I wonder why they picked Walgreens of all of all retail chains. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe Walgreens, Walgreens. Is just trying to get into the toy market a little bit more. Um, That's good. But, I mean, we, we there was a number not just from Hasbro. I mean, obviously you talked about the Game of Thrones. Well. I don't know if we'll hit it later on, but there's a Jack Specific uh, Walgreens exclusive that's coming as well. Uh, I think they're just trying to get into that market a little bit more. and Maybe this is a way to get the toy collectors in there ahead of time and, and get us used to going to Walgreens. Which, honestly, let's admit, this is kind of cool to have another place to go look for toys. Because mm-hmm. you know well. we've had three places to look, and, and of course here lately hasn't been much to look for. But we all remember in the 90s, we had even more than those three places. I mean, we all miss KB Toys, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And lots of those little mom and pop shops that would carry things, all sorts of things like that. So it's kind of cool to see see a new place that we can go check out. Yep. Um, okay. So they also showed some deluxe series, deluxe series figures from the six-inch line. This would be Han Solo with the Tauntaun, Luke Skywalker with a Wampa, and um, a Target exclusive Imperial Shadow Squadron, which is a speeder bike and a sand trooper and a scout trooper, all painted in black. I like the uh, Han and Tauntaun. I like the Luke and the Wampa. I'm kind of wondering, am I really going to want to collect all of these larger beasts and vehicles? I'm just wondering how that's going to go as far as my display. I don't really have a display set up for a, a lot of six-inch stuff, but I I don't know. I'll probably get them. They look cool. That- does some of this, though, does – I mean, I know the six-inch line is a really popular line. You know, Marvel Legends has re, you know, vamped a lot of energy, and plus all the uh, Diamond DC Direct stuff, you know, is top-quality stuff. But for Star Wars, you know, I guess the, the thing I'm saying is that those other lines are doing figures that have never been done before, mm-hmm. whereas Star Wars 6-inch, it almost feels like, and we're starting over again. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have for me when I look at a six inch of a Marvel figure or a DC character or someone that's never been done before. I'm like, that is cool. Take a look at this, you know, because, of course, they have never ending line of Marvel and DC characters to make. But here it's like, oh, they're doing a Luke and Wampa. Well, let's see if I've been collecting since 1980. I have one, two, three. <laughs> and I can count out how many sets of Luke and Wampa you know, figures I have. And so for me, part of it, it's that this, this line isn't, you know, until they give you your, you know, your Zeb figure or your Kanan or your figure that's never been released before. I don't quite have the same passion for the six inch because it's just a retread on the, 
you know, 3,500 action figures we already have. So that's just me, my personal feeling. So that's why I'm not all in on this line. Do you think there would be, though, uh, fan outrage if they started releasing figures that had not been released in three and three quarter inch in this version? Like, what if the uh, oh, Tonica I, sister, what if the Tonica sisters came oh, out in six inch? Version? I will flip this desk over right now. I'm sitting <laughs> at. <out. laughs> there would be fan have... outrage. Yes, definitely. Oh, I will have to then figure so, out how to do like some forced perspective <laughs> image it, where I can it, have the tonicas in my three and three quarter. I mean, it puts them in a in a tough position because you know they, they do maybe want to make some newer characters that haven't been made, but then you know fan outrage would be there. Yeah, right. but I mean they're starting they're starting thirty years late for you know to avoid that. <laughs> Uh, on the other end, Jake, with what you're talking about, though, you're, you're saying that, you know, we've seen all this before. And, of course, we are going to see it all because, yeah, as you said, we've had 3,500 figures. There's not much they could do that we haven't seen before. At the same time, look at everything that we've gotten so far in the six-inch line. What have they not made that we've seen a ton of in the three-and-three-quarter-inch line? Tatooine Luke. Yeah. And how many yeah, Tatooine looks point. are there in three-and-three-quarter-inch? We have not gotten a six-inch version. Ironically, this, we need this, one. This is total. <laughs> this is total blasphemous. But no, really, I want to buy. I want to buy a Tatooine Luke in the six inch. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really, actually, pretty cool. But you know what would make him cool is if you made him like the twelve inch deluxe version they had back in the Pile of Force Two. That's when he exactly what I was thinking. His cloak, his floppy hat, his rifle, his saber, his grappling. You know. Make it the ultimate macro one. binoculars. Yep, the works the works. Um, Rufio's towel for the oil bath. Ew. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> family show, family show. Come on, we discussed this before. That was the accessory that should have come. Of course, my my rant on the troop transport pretty much wiped that clean. <laughs> for for more on the uh, C3PO's towel, find uh, Galaxy of Toys episode fourteen with Gus Lopez, where we discussed that. Nice callback. Good job. Um, okay, these are fine. Uh, I will, pro- you know, I'm gonna. Who, who am I kidding? I'm gonna get these, but I'm I'm wondering how far this is gonna go. Luke's, uh, excuse me, Han is wearing a blue coat. Uh, yes, coat. they got it right. Uh, nice uh, homage to the vintage figure. That's all I'm gonna say. And there you go, Tom. There you and go. the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> It's all, I, it's all I can do at this point, Ryan. Maybe we've argued this to death. I'm not going to ask the other guys again, but do you think Han's uh, Hoth jacket should be blue or brown? Say brown. Uh, say green. Say what, say what you think. The <laughs> the jacket that I saw on display at Celebration 4, if it is indeed the jacket that was in the Was. Room, was. Blue. Wasn't it? What? Blue. What? <laughs> You're high. <laughs> now, what, now what are you drinking? It I was think, brown. Was it brown? Yeah, it's been yeah. so long I can't remember. The prop, the prop at Gus Lopez's house, blue. That's a that's a maquette. That was used in Empire Strikes Back. So yeah. was the damn jacket in Celebration Four. <laughs> We've okay. I don't okay. Forget it. You know, it's a nice <laughs> it's a it's a nice homage to the vintage thing. I like how blue. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I like how blue it is. It's not just a little blue, but it is just freaking it's really blue. blue. Yeah. <laughs> If you yeah. go back and look it does at look cool, though. 75% of every Hoth Han comes out blue. So, I mean, well, that's got to say something. Maybe, though, you know, I have a feeling these figures that are packaged with the with the beasts in the vehicles are going to get a are going to get re-released without the beast in the figure. 
and I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Hasbro, as they have done in the past, released a brown jacket uh, Hawthon. You know it, Jason. You and know like it. Like a different head with the uh, the scarves up over his face. The goggles. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I could totally mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, and yeah, and. Oh, this Luke. Um, I forgot to say this. The six-inch Luke uh, that comes with the Wampa, his scarf on his hat is actually cloth. So when you hang him upside down, the scarf will go the right way. Cool. I'm not right. seeing the scarf on this one, but I whatever. And uh, finally, we want to mention the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Jabba's Throne Room with Hookah and Salacious Crumb. This was the big exclusive at San Diego Comic-Con for Hasbro as far as Star Wars goes. Um Ryan, you got one. I did. What are your thoughts? He's pretty awesome. I, I did pay more than what it was at the, the Hasbro booth. To get in that Hasbro line is almost next to impossible. Anybody who's ever been to Comic-Con knows this. It's, it's, it's a pain in the butt to do that Hasbro line. And I tried. I got in line at 5.30 in the morning on Thursday to try to get this, and uh, I did not get a ticket to be able to, to get in the Hasbro line on Thursday. And so I found people selling them on the floor. I found the guy who was selling it for the cheapest and bought that one, and it was w- totally worth it because it was worth me not having to waste my time standing in line and all the stress to get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm much happier that I got it. And honestly, I was really looking through it today. It is pretty awesome. Um, when they were talking on the panel, the, his um, his bong has little frogs <laughs> down in the bottom of the water, and um, like they actually sculpted frogs in there it's actually nice. in there i tried to get a picture of that up on the the facebook page as best no as I it read i saw it i saw it yeah. it looked good you can tell that's going to um, be a great were you i'm going to use that as an insult from now on ryan you are such a bog bong frog okay um the salacious crumb is actually are well articulated it's not just like his his head moves all around his arms look uh they've got like full 360 the legs do um, it's got a slot in it that has a cardboard Han, Han and Carbonite in it that you could put your uh, Han and Carbonite from last year's exclusive in there. Um, the way the <laughs> That's box just are... mean. That's just mean. <laughs> it is. Connecting all the most impossible exclusives. <laughs> the the way the box opens is it's like kind of Jabba's gate. has It's the flap on the outside that, that opens up. And it says like Star Wars Black Series on the inside and then the... The other flap comes down, and on that you see like the the trap door area to the Rancor pit. Um, the very front of it has the little um, heads uh, on Jabba's throne. They they put even though it's cardboard for the throne, which was lame. I would have much rather had a plastic throne. Uh, they put a lot of detail into it. it. That is impressive. Okay, and Amy, you said you uh, did not get this, but you were going to get just the standard version. Yes. I too am going to get the standard version. I'm thinking about maybe building a uh, the the throne, the uh, dais piece. Oh, we should meet up. I have the same kind of plans. Ah, but, cool. But, I bet but, your plans uh, are better than mine. Nah, nah. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why I held back on the San Diego Comic Con one is because I know we're getting one for General Giant mm-hmm. for their blown mm-hmm. up, and it's yeah. going to be boxed and just like the original vintage one, and I want that. So. Yeah. 12-inch scale job is coming from Gentle Giant. Love it. Holy Jason. crap. That's that's yeah. a that's a house payment right there. Well, <laughs> that's like yeah. that's got to be that's got to be over a grand. And and they said it's going to come in the original style box as well as the Wampa that's coming out. We um my friend Sam and I we actually went and talked to Gentle Giant for a little while 
and the wampa that's coming will be in a vintage style box with the flap and everything. Did like, you see the Did you see the wampa uh, there? Did they have one? They didn't have one there. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. They had the wampa there last year, but not the box. Gotcha. The job. Oh, that the box. Jeez. The job yeah. box is going to be the size of a Yugo. Well, it's I could gonna... <laughs> I could give a pretty good idea what the size. I have the the sideshow twelve inch scale Jabba, and uh, it came in two boxes: one for the dais, the throne, and one for Jabba. And they were two gigantic boxes. So if this is going to come in one box for the the, the Kenner mm-hmm. vintage style one, that is going to be a huge box. Yes, that's exciting. It is. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost way too much and. Mm-hmm. Jason, you need to uh, hit the toy stores because, you know, Jabba and the Biker Scout are showing up as of today locally. I need to go out and look. Um, Just want to mention a few more Hasbro items before we move on. They showed uh, the Command series, the Army Men, the Star Wars Army Men. They showed a bunch of them. Which also showed up today in stores around the area. I like Army Men. I like Star Wars. I'll I'll be getting some of those. The interesting um, thing on these is the Star Destroyer is, in order to remote control it, there's like mm-hmm. a glove you put on and has some sort of what they called force control to control it. Like you move your hand in different ways to control it rather than buttons. I just want the figures. I don't want all that other stuff. So I'm just going to get you, the packs. Are you going to be complete on this line? No, 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 no. So because I'm thinking because everyone's duplicated in these packs, maybe we need to start doing like some trading card. That's fine. Here because I don't I don't care to have fifteen Tom, stormtroopers. Around. Tom, you're in for a pack of these, aren't you? Uh, I would have loved these thirty yeah. years ago when I was a kid. I w- I will take a look at them and I will give them a close look okay. for sure. Wow, well, was that optimistic, Tom, on a modern <laughs> item? Amy, well, I figured I had to redeem myself after that troop transport rant. <laughs> Amy, <laughs> kind of feel bad about that. Amy, I know at least some of these command figures are Ewoks. Are you gonna? E- Go for those? Yeah, I'm going for the Ewoks. Uh, I was kind of hoping there wouldn't be Ewoks in there, but there are. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I'll have to get some in it. I'm tempted to paint them, actually. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. These are all just molded one color, right, Amy? No. Yep. Yeah. They're, uh-huh. they're, but okay. they're all different. They're like, some of them are white, some of them are red, some Ooh. of them... You know what I'm tempted to do? Just get some army green and spray paint them all green. Ah. Just have them like little, <laughs> little Star Wars army men. They did that would be cool. <laughs> they said something about the uh, in the sets that come. It's like a commander and troops, and the commander is generally a gold color, and yeah. the troops are, are a different color. Um, now they they also showed some of the twelve uh, inch shampoo bottle figures. Nothing new, really, though. No, they showed three Clone Wars characters: uh, is it Ezra, Kanan, and the Inquisitor? Uh, it sounds correct. Yeah. And then they showed again uh, Darth Vader, Luke, Jedi, and a stormtrooper. Oh, and and also a stormtrooper from Rebels, right? There's like one of the, one from Rebels, one at standard. Yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed that there are no new original trilogy characters shown because that's what I was hoping for. I really yeah. hoping for a Han Solo, a Boba Fett, a Greedo, Pondo Baba. And what's even more interesting is they didn't mention Pondo who? <laughs> I said that just to get you shit. Yeah, Walrus Man. They didn't, they didn't say anything about the Titan series in the panel other than the, the giant gift pack that they're doing. Yeah. They said nothing else. There's a giant gift pack which has a a, a, a Stormtrooper painted black and a clone trooper with uh, some different coloring on them. Yeah. I, now, did they – is that exclusive? I forget. 
Yes, I think it was Target. Yeah, Target, Target. has done. Ha- Target has had things like this for Marvel. They had a big Marvel pack last year during the holidays, so I'm guessing it'll be similar to that. Eh. If you don't have those figures and you want them, it might be a good way to get them. But I don't want to buy all of those figures just for the that black stormtrooper. Yeah, you could go buy a regular stormtrooper and paint him black yourself. Right. Um, that's pretty much it for Hasbro. Ryan, you had a chance to do a Q and A with Hasbro. Yeah, yeah. So let's listen to that now, and then we'll come back. This is Ryan Baizzi. I'm with uh, Galaxy Toys, Collectibles Cosmos, and from Fulham Nazakis, and I'm here with... Bill Raleigh. <laughs> Jeff Labovitz. And we're going to talk some Star Wars today. Uh, first of all, thanks for the great panel today. Awesome reveals. It's kind of one of the best reveals I think you guys have had in years. Thanks. Um, Thank you. As somebody who yeah, owns, this <laughs> guy. All right. As somebody who owns every Hasbro figure that's come out, it's still great to be excited by everything that comes out. So thanks a lot. Thank you. Um, so we have a few questions from our listeners and from other folks here. Obviously, I know some of this will be no comment, but I'm going to ask. No comment. <laughs> no, no Jeff comment. loves saying no comment. No comment. <laughs> so our first one is with the the five point of articulation uh, style figures. Harkens back to the vintage. Is there any idea of ever putting these in vintage packaging? Well, that's an interesting idea. Uh, we haven't we haven't put that in the plan yet, but that's it's an interesting thought. I mean, we on the design side and also marketing, we look at those as very much a throwback figure. It's kind of what we had when we were kids, and it's great to have that at three and three quarter inch. You have the same articulation at a consumable price point, which is great. But right now, we don't have any plans for throwing that on a vintage card. Yeah, I think the spirit of vintage, as as your fans know, and, and it's well known, is really to take the classic characters, but infuse the newness and the sculpt and all the technology and the super bionic hands of Dave Venemeyer and the team and do the best possible figure we could on that vintage card. So I think we would keep going in that direction rather than taking a five-point figure and putting those on vintage. I just know there's a lot of people out there who love, like, the reaction stuff. I know you've probably seen that from Super 7. Um, and to have, like, maybe a Tarkin on vintage card or something like that, but five points retro style would yeah. be kind of cool. It would, it would be interesting. Yeah, that's a fun one. Um, is there any plans? I see there's a Kit Fisto lightsaber out here. Is there any plans for any more FX lightsabers? Uh, we're looking at that for uh, 2015. We haven't built anything into the plan yet. We haven't even finished planning for 2015. <laughs> but we are big fans of Force FX, yeah. and uh, we look forward to adding some newness in that in the future. Cool. Um, this, this one comes from uh, most of us. We're huge fans of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Is there ever plans to give us, like, the Wookiee family, Akmina, anything from the holiday special? No comment, no. <laughs> uh, they're not in our current plan right now, but that's the great thing about Star Wars is we've got this great library of characters. We can always hit back on any one of them for an exclusive item or, or a con exclusive or something at any time. No, but right ne- now, there's nothing. We never say no. I mean, who would have yeah. thought we'd do Jocasta New, right? Three and three quick. So yeah. who knows? Star yeah. Wars has a very long history, and we have a long future ahead of us. So it may be San Diego Comic-Con 2030, but you know, maybe we'll get I'll to it. I'll be here. Yes. I'll make sure I know a lot of us would love to have a lumpy figure. but <laughs> um, How about just the holiday figures? You guys used to do a holiday figure every year. Had the Jawas, the Yoda, the droids. Is there ever a chance of those? ever coming back i mean there's always a chance but we don't have anything planned right now all right um i don't know if you guys remember these things from 93 but it, do you remember the bendums at all from just toys yeah. um that's how it first came out though, <laughs> the figures came back yes. yeah is there ever a chance of ever doing modern bendums i mean that's like full articulation but cheaper to make 
I mean, it's, there's always a possibility. Again, I don't want to say no. There's That's no, our no comment. <laughs> That's, you know, it, could, always a it could happen. It could well, happen, yeah. Honestly, it's not in the line right now. Yeah. But, yeah. No problem. That was kind of a joke question anyway. Right. So, <laughs> so it's, it's a bendable figure? So they're like Gumby. They yeah. They have the wire inside them and they bend. Would I you mean, rather that than like an articulated action figure? I, I honestly would rather the articulated figure, but I seem to be the champion of bendums around anymore. So. be able to get the, uh, the detail. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're certainly not averse for trying new scales, and you know, while we embraced six inch and three and three quarter inch with command and fighter pods years ago, we're always trying new and different things. So we never say no to anything with different forms and and play patterns. In addition to three and three quarter inch, which will uh, which will be there indefinitely. That's great to hear. I know a lot of us we, love the three and three quarter inch. We love our three and three quarter inch. <laughs> yep. Um. I'm not going to ask what, but is there maybe a time frame when we might see an Episode 7 preview figure? You know what? We can't talk about Episode 7 today. Had a feeling. <laughs> That's our no comment. <laughs> I was going to put it in there, but yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, is there any chance of Mailways ever coming back where we mail, put in proof of purchases? So Mailways come up often in brainstorms and meetings we have. It's, it'd be great to offer something for fans that collect everything to maybe get. So... There isn't anything currently in the plan right now, but like Jeff said, we're still trying to figure out 15, 2015, and we could come up with some kind of a promotion or program around it. Who would you want to see? Honestly, I'd love to see something for Episode 7 as a male way, like yeah. we had with the Mace Windu and so things like that. I, I, under, I understand you can't talk about that. You have to say no comment. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, I know a lot of us have loved the male ways back from the beginning, so... Yeah. Um, with Marvel coming back into Star Wars, um, is there a chance we may see Marvel two packs again, or the comic two packs? Yeah. With Marvel coming oh, with, back. With, oh, Marvel yeah, Marvel's printing Star Wars again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another. That's another thing that's not in the plan right now. But okay. but it is a great idea, yeah. and I mean, I can see us doing uh, for retailers maybe some kind of a promotion built around comic books and yeah, absolutely. Packs. I know a few people would love to see Jackson the Rabbit come in action figure form. That comes up all the time. <laughs> I'm right. sure that, it does. That one, San Diego Comic Con 2080. I mean, that, that one's pretty. Oh, oh, wow. That's pretty far out I there. I won't be here for that. Yeah. There you go, Jackson 2080 Comic Con. Yeah. All right. right. Um, the smaller vehicles Some that you've been doing, <laughs> the, sm- the class one, like the the smaller Jedi Starfighters you've been doing lately, oh, oh, the class two, are those going to continue? Are we going to see bigger ships at all, all like we used to, or are they going to continue with that twenty dollar price point class two? So the twenty dollar price point is a great price point for, for us. It's very consumable. You get, kid got a twenty dollar bill, he can go buy his vehicle, fan, same thing. So we'll stick towards that for right now, but that's not to say that we won't go larger if we can get the price point approved or whatnot. Or we feel that it's strong enough. We then have to make the box bigger and everything else. Then ha- you know, things happen for a reason. But right now, we're happy with our twenty-dollar vehicles. Right now, you're getting the play and the and the vehicles themselves in at a consumable price point. I mean, you can't really beat that. Well, we can't beat that for twenty dollars. I totally understand. You know, I know there's a lot of people complained about them being smaller. I took those episode three Jedi Starfighters. I hung them from my ceiling. They look awesome hanging up there. Honestly, they really do look good. Mark Boudreau does our vehicles. He'd be very happy to hear that. Yep. I know I've heard enough people complain, but I, I thought they were, especially to get kids back into it, I, I did like did that. It. And and why we're doing the five-point articulated figures. We, it's for kids, and we want to get them into the fantasy. And those of us collectors need more kids to keep collecting so <laughs> we can keep right. going, right? Make more kids, we'll make more kids. <laughs> <laughs> How about mini-rigs? you guys remember mini-rigs at all? Are we going to see those come back at all? 
Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could always happen. All right. Off-screen vehicles, yeah. I always loved those as a kid. The ISP-6 and the Interceptor 4 were some of my favorites. Um, I, I have to ask, the Ewok Battle Wagon, you guys remember that from the Kenner line? That's not in the plan. I don't yeah. think that not in the plan. Okay. No, not on the short list. No, no Ewoks or droids, animated figures. No, no. that's up there with Jackson, I think. That's <laughs> Is it? 2080. Yeah, that's okay, out there. okay. That's out there. Um, you guys do have a partnership through Sideshow in licensing out the 12-inch to them. Is there ever a chance of ever doing anything more through them, like playsets for figures or anything like that? You know, we haven't talked about that, so uh, I, can't, I can't share too much information about that relationship here today. Understandable. And that's it. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, is there anything you guys want to share more, like what your favorite stuff that you guys revealed today or anything? I'm pretty excited about the, uh, the deluxe, the Tauntaun and the, uh, and the Wampa. The Wampa has his arm that comes off, and you're going to get, like, the nice meaty goodness inside there. And, and it's all sculpted, of course. And um, the peg that it slides in is going to be white, so it looks like a bone. Uh, nice. the, the Tauntaun himself is very articulated and... To be honest, I didn't think we'd be able to get that into a two-pack like that in the deluxe scale, but I'm excited that we did. I'm excited for the Rebels line that's coming out. All new fantasy, new characters, new Jedi. It's good to see a fresh infusion of some new new characters and a great fantasy. Oh, yeah, that new trailer looked awesome, too. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> right, right. I did notice, I was looking at the Tauntaun you guys have in display out here, and you guys said no split tummy on it, but that looks like it has a split tummy, so i got to ask. So, originally in the plan, there was a split tummy, and there was actually intestines that were inside there as well that came out. <laughs> that may or may not have been scented. But um, <laughs> things being what they may, we had to make some uh, limitations in order to actually have the Tauntaun fit in the box and, and to actually do the Tauntaun itself. With all the articulation and paint that it has on it, we had to remove the split belly mm-hmm. and the uh, intestines inside as well. But that's not to say that further on down the line we can't figure out a place for it somewhere. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate you meeting with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, thanks guys. Great time. presentation. It was awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thanks for the help. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Get right. on that Comic Con. <laughs> right, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys. And find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Remember, you can listen to older episodes from our Podbean page at galaxyoftoys.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. And we're back. Uh, one thing I'd also like to add in here that we haven't mentioned, it wasn't shown at the show, but they said it in the panel, is that coming in the future in the six-inch line will be the Emperor as well. Oh, they, yeah. sh- mm-hmm. they showed a picture of him sitting in his throne from the film. I don't know if that means he's going to come with his throne. Uh, they did say his cloaks would be soft goods, though. Oh, that's cool. Oh, another thing we didn't mention, too, I just thought of this, was the uh, the <laughs> Heroes uh, Millennium Falcon, which is going to be a Walmart exclusive. Yeah. And the electronic, X, X-wing. electronic X-Wing, which is going to be a Sam's Club exclusive. Right. Now, there's there's still going to be a regular non-electronic release? That's correct. Okay. I think I'll go for the non-electronic release. You, you know, the X-Wing and Falcon, looking at them in person, mm-hmm. looked better. Uh, you know, I, I still think I'll buy the Falcon. I, the jury's still out for me on the X-Wing, but it, it did look pretty cool seeing it. When is that X-Wing coming out? I don't remember. Did it have a date listed on it at all? Because I want to get one in in 
fly it off the deck and throw it off the deck and see how well it flies. I, I, I think we should all get one and take them and show them to Tom so he could do his uh, real version. <laughs> would you rather? I'd like to throw that troop transport off the deck myself. <laughs> hopefully, I think. Hopefully, the X wing's out by the time we have our 20th anniversary Starlight party, so we can all look at it and possibly throw it off the deck. There we dip go. Them, uh-huh. Dip them in lighter fluid, light them, and let them go. Perkins. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> moving along, uh, Jack's Pacific was there. Showed some figures. And it confused the heck out of me. I don't know what's 20 inch, what's 31 inch. I just don't know. Um, There was a Luke Stormtrooper, a Hand Stormtrooper, Inquisitor, Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker Farm Boy, a Chewbacca, Boba Fett, a Stormtrooper, and they showed Darth Vader again. Were were these all 20 inch? Were these all 20 inch? What's the deal? I'll help you out here. Okay. The, The Han and Luke Stormtrooper, the Inquisitor, and the regular Stormtrooper were all 31 inch. Okay. The, um, Everything else was 20-inch, so there's a new Vader 20-inch. Boba Fett, Chewbacca, uh, Luke Farmboy, and Darth Maul were all 20-inch. Okay. I'm going to collect the 31-inch figures and skip the 20-inch figures. You know, the 20-inch didn't look half bad, though, looking at them up close. I I was kind of like, I don't know who I'm by these 20-inch, but they look pretty good. I like the obnoxious novelty of the 31-inch figures. They're obnoxious, (laughs) and there's something charming about how ridiculous they are. It looks like it looks like Han gambled and lost. <laughs> Let's just say that. Amy, have you uh, have you considered buying any of these thirty-one inch figures? No, I have not. Um, but I was shocked to see the Han and Luke Stormtrooper figures at the convention, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Darn it, those are really cool!" But then I was like, "You know what? I should stick to Jedi." They're neat, but they just take up way too much space. And then, and you see a couple of these people walking around with the black hole stormtrooper. <laughs> uh, uh, and and the stormtrooper, I kid you not, in the box is bigger than the Comic-Con swag bag, which is a large bag. But it's sticking out of it by at least a foot. And that just kind of tells you these things are ridiculously large. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to pass. I, I actually want one of those uh, Stormtroopers, the, the exclusive, the black hole one. I've been looking on eBay, and they're going for a lot right now. I'm hoping in a year or two that nobody will care about them anymore, and I'll get one cheaper. They were ridiculously hard to get uh, at the convention, mm-hmm. and they sold out quickly. So, um, But the packaging is beautiful. And I, I do think it's funny that the package is so large that it had to include its own side handle for ease of carrying. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, they were only selling 50 of these a day. Um, you know, I said before I went down that I wasn't going to get one. And if I'd wanted to, I probably could have at one point. Because like I said, on Thursday, I went for the Hasbro line. Because I didn't make it in that, I did end up in the line to get into the, the hall fairly quickly and when i got in the hall usually get in the san diego comic-con hall it's crowded as soon as you get in there i got in there and it wasn't very crowded and i actually was looking around a little bit first got over to that booth and i could have been in line for one of those shadow stormtroopers I'm like no there's there's no way i'm not not shipping this thing home so uh right there i decided i wasn't getting it <laughs> so also we had uh like we talked about a little bit earlier the um gentle giant jumbo figures in addition to the uh, Job of the Hut and Wampa that they uh, mentioned. Um, they had some some new single packed figures, which was they showed Ugnot. What else did they have there? Uh, they had uh, Admiral Bespin Akbar, Luke. Bespin uh, Luke, uh, Logra and Wicket. Uh, oh, I didn't see those. Two one B. Oh right, yeah, yeah. There was more. 
Leia. Leia and Bush disguise, right? Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah. And and just so you know, Jason, I talked to the guys there at uh, at Gentle Giant, and they plan on doing every figure, including Lobot. Oh, well, they can't. Oh. They can't get to him soon enough. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed they've been skipping around because they were going in order yeah, until, until they got to Lobot. They they said they've been skipping around because they they'd go and then they people were demanding so hard to get some of these later figures that they went ahead and skipped ahead to do some of those. But then they'll get back to to going through the Empire stuff. So your your Lobot will come. I wonder if they have plans to do droids and Ewoks once they're done with the vintage. They oh said gosh. not yet. No, I did ask about that. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> now the Adat uh, Adat driver was uh, the uh, exclusive for General Giant, right? Correct. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Looks pretty cool. And just as a side, just as a side, I like stuff too. <laughs> Good job, Tom. Good job. Um, Here's a cookie. You. Thank you. Oh, cookie. A- Amy, I- I'm just thinking of throwing cookies at people now. So yeah, you know that I mean. was a yeah. that was a fun Comic Con panel. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the panelist was pandering to the crowd by throwing cookies at them. It was pretty yeah. entertaining. You had to have like 30 cookies. That's at awesome. Least. Yeah. Next sideshow. You don't want to talk about the GI Joe 12 inch at all? Come on. Well, days. yeah, I, they did show. Uh, General Giant had some giant jumbo, a real American hero figures from the first uh, 1982 wave. Those look very cool. They're tempting, but uh, I've got I've got the originals, and I think I'm gonna stick with the originals. They said the first one, the grunt, will come in the the locker thing, and the rest of them will come on the 80 style GI Joe cards. They didn't mention any price point though, did they? They did not. I would imagine. Well, I don't know because they have a lot more articulation to them, and they are going to have giant O rings inside of them too. That's the uh, first run with the non-swivel wrists, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, swivel. Actually, it's not the wrists; it's the uh, elbow joint. Elbow. Yes. Oh, okay, got it. Um, so bicep, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I, I noticed Mattel at their panel mentioned that they are going or showed that they're going to be doing 12 inch jumbo versions of masters of the universe figures from the vintage masters of the universe, 1982 line. So hmm. soon, every soon, every toy you loved as a child will be a jumbo version. Now, you know, it'll get me excited. Do a jumbo evil Knievel ideal <laughs> jumbo stunt cycle from ideal that, with that, that big be... red. I would crank that. I'd take that thing to work. I'd crank that thing up, get it annoy everyone. Imagine how loud a jumbo that would be rad. launcher would be. That'd and then, be awesome. Yeah, that's just my idea. I want jumbo mask figures. Oh, wait. Those oh, would then be six-inch. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sideshow, they had some pretty impressive uh, figures on display. Um, the R2-D2 looks like it's designed for every possible scene, right? That R2 was quite impressive. This was one of those... When they announced it for 150 pre-order, I was like, for R2? You're kidding me. I got to see it up close and personal. We were sitting in the front row of the collectibles panel, and the sideshow guy was literally right in front of me, and he brought out that R2 at the very end. And basically, you can tap the dome for different sounds. Like, it's not even a button. You just tap the dome for different sounds, different lights. And then it'll come with Obi-Wan's table with the hologram of Leia. And some way you tap the dome and it'll light up the Leia as well as then have the the uh, the recording of it. It comes with every accessory you could imagine that R2 ever had. The sensor scope, uh, the lightsaber, which doubles as a magnet thing or something like that. Uh, the claw arm, the, uh, the welder, Jabba's uh, sail barge bar set. Uh, pretty much anything you can imagine with R2, it comes with. 
It was so impressive. I got home and this morning I actually pre-ordered that because I, I thought it was that cool. Amy, you gonna get this? Yeah, I, I am gonna get this. I wasn't going to, and then um, seeing it at the convention convinced me that I should add it to my collection because um, every detail about it was really well done, right down to the bar tray and the glasses sitting on the bar tray. So um, it's a it's a win for me. All right. They need to make a Lobot. Sideshow does. Then I'll get in on Sideshow. But I've, until then, I'm out. Um, you, you mean a Hot Toys Lando? Cause it, is, oh, or a Lobot. Because I think it, Hot Toys is getting that license now. Hot Toys said they're doing sixth and quarter scale, but Sideshow's still showing new stuff coming it, out. Yeah, that's weird. Got people confused. That was weird, yeah. Like um, in the panel that Sideshow just said, you know, they talked about their stuff they're doing, and they made it sound like they're going to continue on. They mentioned nothing about Hot Toys. But they also distribute hot toys in the United States, so what I, else, I don't know. What and what else did, did sideshows show besides the R two? They had a Luke X wing. Okay, yeah, that looked pretty nice. Um, a biker scout uh, with speeder bike. These all look great. They, they o- Obi Wan Kenobi, right? A new. Uh, There's Obi-Wan. a quarter scale Obi Wan coming out. Oh, that oh. looks awesome. Looks yeah, Amy, is that painful yeah. for you? Uh, no. I'm, I mean, it's old Ben Kenobi, so. You don't like old Ben there, Amy? I'm not. I'm not as much of a fan as I am of of the Ewan Kenobi. So. Oh well, that's too bad. I don't like yes. you either. Yes. Well, so so be it. <laughs> but uh, my my collection has to be a little limited. I mean, gosh, otherwise I'd be Steve Sansweet. So. <laughs> um. They also well, had I think a he looks pilot. great. They they had a six scale tie pilot. Uh, Captain Rex. Uh, Django Fat and a an Arc Trooper continuing their endless clones. C three PO is coming though. That looked pretty good. Um, and that was it for six scale. Then they had their life size stuff of Fett, Han Solo, and Darth Vader. And then they're gonna do some new premium formats of Boba Fett, Commander Cody, and Savage Press. Cool. And uh, speaking of life size, we I, we failed to mention that Gentle Giant showed off their jumbo. Not even jumbo. Uh, I don't know what they call their life size figures, but life size yeah. monuments, light monuments, yeah, monument, monument, monument uh, vintage Kenner Boba Fett. Did you uh, did you get a price on that? Three thousand dollars. That's my guess. I don't know. That's about how much I, the other ones are. I, I know one person is going to try and get one. Yeah. Gus. Yeah, he, he was going to go talk to them and see if they're going to do a rocket firing version. <laughs> oh, the rocket comes out of that. Jeez. There was a picture. They showed the rocket comes out. Well, they they did a lot of versions. Looks like a looks like a the the head of a freaking missile. No, they did. Didn't they do like for the twelve inch version? They did like the rocket firing one. Didn't they do a prototype one? Yeah, like, like a one shot. Yep. Or, or a first shot version. And but but how many? I mean, really, how many life size Boba Fett can they really sell? So yeah, no kidding. Did they? I wonder if we get the Lobot on that one. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> we sold one. <laughs> I some, do have permission. Some, some kid in Seattle area. I do have permission from my wife to buy the life-size vintage Kenner Lobot if they ever make one. <laughs> That's pretty much a sure thing. That, you know. um, is this becoming the year of the TIE pilot? Because it seems like every line is putting a TIE pilot out. Plus, Black Series yeah. is doing TIE pilot backers. Maybe yeah. it's because Rebels. I think there's going to be TIE pilots in Rebels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought this was supposed – now, I thought this was supposed to be the year of focusing on Return of the Jedi. 
Well, no, that's next year. Next year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Still a little... I'm still a little upset that Amy doesn't like my figure. <laughs> Whatever, well, that's fine. Okay. I, I have the... Explain um, yourself, young lady. I have the Sideshow 12-inch Alec Guinness Obi-Wan, and I love it. And I have the Mythos Obi-Wan statue, and I also love that. Um, but I don't so think you I don't can want bring to see myself more of to me? buy another... This yeah. is a really cool kind of... Uh, look, this, this pose kind of looks like he's... He's kind of revealed himself to Vader in the Death Star, and he's ready to he's ready to go. What are you snickering at, Jake? You, you said, actually got you that said right revealed on. himself. <laughs> God. Well, if old old man gets lonely out on the on the dunes. Have you seen one of these in person? Uh, which one? The Obi Wan. The course. What are we talking about? No, I have one. Yeah, I have one. Oh, the old have- one. The old okay. version. Okay. Yeah, they're great. This one actually looks even better than the other ones, or the other one. Are you talking they... about the premium format, Obi Wan? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh no, this is I'm... a premium format, right? No, no this, is this is a quarter of the oh, size. Oh my god! Of being. So I mean, it's huge. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, hmm. it'd be nice, but it, it was. You have to like pretty much build a pedestal for it to be on because it's huge. Ah, that's ridiculous. Okay, well, wow. I, you know, it's it's uh, you know to look at pictures, it's really hard to get a sense of scale. But yeah, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, well, I can see your hesitation now. <laughs> I mean, if I had endless space, maybe I'd consider it. But yeah. Amy, Tom, did you? Tom, they did say they're planning a Vader to go along with that Obi Wan as well. Oh uh, well, yeah, that would make sense for sure. Those would be cool to have. Amy, did you pick up any uh, other any Star Wars items while you were at the con- at the con? Picked up a lot of odds and ends. I don't know if they're worth mentioning, but um, <laughs> just rattle through them. Yeah, rattle, a couple of, the, of them. Couple of other licensees. There's um, the my cool car stuff had R2D2 lanyards, R2D2 keychains. Um, there's a licensee that was in the Lucas booth that was selling luggage tags. I got a luggage tag that has R2 and 3P on it that says this is not the bag you're looking for. Cool. Um. Hallmark had the itty bitty line and they had the exclusive sand person and Bantha. They were super cute and they were easily to get. Um, you didn't have to stay in line. You could just go and pick it up. Um, some of the independent artists and artist Sally had uh, Star Wars figures. I got the R2 uh, D2 figure that's kind of shaped like a man. It's got extended legs and arms. Um there was a fanzine that I found at the Sucklord booth, and it, it's the 99 Deaths of Jar Jar. So it's a it's a book of 99 different artists who all portrayed how they would kill off Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> um, it's pretty uh, pretty unique and spectacular. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I got a box set of Jeffrey Brown's um, Vader greeting cards. So I'm kind of excited about that and uh lots of freebies and odds and ends and different things like that and um of course i had to go to ashley poppywell my favorite artist to pick up uh, another obi-wan sketch card from her so that kind of rounded out my shopping for the convention this year cool ryan what uh pick, you pick up any uh any miscellaneous star wars items i i did um at the um the the car booth with all the the car accessories mm-hmm. um i ended up they had two uh, two exclusive keychain sets a darth vader and a boba fett keychain set i bought both of those i also picked up they now have 
coasters for your your cup holders in your car. I bought a Vader one of those and a really shiny Vader sticker that I figure out where it's going to go in my car. They had a new vendor this year that was doing guitar accessories and guitars. Um, and as I'm going to be teaching guitar in the classroom this year, I actually picked up an R2-D2 guitar strap and a set of dark side uh, picks for my guitar. Wow. Um, I also picked up the itty-bitties from Hallmark because they were a piece of cake to get. Um, I got a new Imperial hat from, I can't remember the name of the vendor. It was a, a clothing one that was there in the Lucasfilm Pavilion. Uh, and I actually picked up a couple t-shirts. I rarely buy t-shirts, but I found some I really like this year, so I bought a few of those. And again, odds and ends, the uh, DKE R2-D2 that Amy was talking about, I actually found one of those myself, too, and picked him up. Um, I think that's about covers everything I bought. Oh, the plush, uh, comic images. I bought the comic images, Tauntaun, and Jabba the Hutt plush figures. Cool. I forgot an item. Go ahead. I I got, uh, Wool Buddy made... Uh, Wool Buddy is a company or independent company artist that used to work for Lucasfilm and he does needle felted caricatures and creatures and um, he's done in the past R2-D2 but this was the first time he stepped away and did a different Star Wars character. He did uh, Chewbacca so I picked that up but also at the booth he had about a 18 inch tall Chewbacca ripping on an electric guitar which I thought was amazing but um, I, I passed on it, and when I came back to the booth later, it was gone. So I assumed Steve Steve got it while I was out wandering. But um, that was pretty awesome to see. Well, it sounds like you uh, both got a lot of cool things, and I'm guessing you had a really good time. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, Jason, I know that there was so much at the convention we can't possibly cover it all, but there were a couple things that Hasbro put out, uh-huh. different lines that um, – we didn't mention real quick, and that okay. was Rebels Angry Birds. There's a set coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. You notice how we skipped uh, right over that. I know, I know. <laughs> Who cares? They There's... didn't even mention that in the panel at all. There was nothing about that no. in the panel. Um, they, have a, they have new role-play gear coming out. Like they have uh, Ezra Bridger's uh, clone uh, – not clone. It's not clones anymore. It's um, – uh, AD, ATDP helmet, mm-hmm. and uh, then of course they have the Inquisitor's lightsaber that's coming, and then I believe uh, the new to the Jedi Force is they're doing a little do back, so they're adding to the oh. Jedi Force, which I thought the Jedi Force was on the way out. I always my, yeah. At my target, it's like figures are being clearanced down to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought that line was out, but apparently we have. More to come. It looks like a tie, uh, advanced tie, and um, what's this one? I forgot what this last one. Oh, a snow speeder. So it looks like the little Jedi Force, which replaced the Galactic Heroes, is still going to live on for a little while. We'll see. Maybe it'll maybe it'll eke out until F7 and get a whole nother. They, they, they also had a Kit Fisto FX lightsaber there. And um, there's going to be a, basically, it's a Galactic Hero, or I guess this is... The Jedi Force. I, I thought they were going yeah. to Kuros. There's going to be a Jedi Force set of six figures. It's going to be an Amazon.com exclusive. They're all Imperial Troopers. Uh, Stormtrooper, TIE Pilot, Snow Trooper, Biker Scout, Black Hole, Stormtrooper, and uh, Sand Trooper. All, all as a set from Amazon. Right. Is anyone collecting that line? Does anyone know anyone that collects that line, or is that just really... Because, I mean, a lot of a lot of collectors got into the Galactic Heroes, but I haven't heard any collectors really chime up about this Jedi Force. Ryan, you're not doing them, are you? 
I buy an occasional one, Vader's, but yeah. Yeah, but you're not all in. I, I bought the uh, Luke and the Landspeeder set. Okay. And then that's it. <laughs> I got all the Obi-Wan connected stuff. Yep. But that's, yeah. I, I haven't heard the same appreciation for this line. No, but, that's why I'm surprised it's still going. Yeah. I think that is going to wrap it up. Did we want to talk Hot Wheels at all? Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Please. It was kind of a big thing, so... Go ahead. Hot Wheels was, of course, there. They had all their different character cars. Uh, the card art on these actually looks really good. I was impressed. I haven't been a, the biggest fan as they've been announcing these. Some of them I thought looked kind of good. Some of them, like the Han Solo car, I don't think looks very good at all. Uh, but the card art was nice with the different characters. And then they're going to do... look like little roadsters for each film that has artwork for each film and then kind of little things on it. But then they have tracks and then play sets that totally look like micro machine stuff there's a um a hoth set that looked like it was right out of one of the micro machine uh hoth sets it was kind of impressive to see some of that stuff yeah i thought those that that hoth set looked fun the death star garage or whatever whatever that thing <laughs> is that looks fun um i don't you know the the uh the the dragsters, whatever that come one per film. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the special edition posters, and that's, really, that's kind of what they're using for the artwork. Not really. I don't hate them, but it's. I think there's more iconic images they could have used, but I'm just getting nitpicky. Well, the special edition. I think why they lean heavily toward that is because that just blends perfectly into the Phantom Menace, since right. they're using the same, yeah, I can you see know, that. artist on that. So ties them um, all together. Yeah, I think it. I think that works for that purpose. But I did like the fact that they had all six films, and then they had one for Clone Wars and one for Rebels. So yeah, you kind of got now what they're they're endorsing, even in their Hot Wheels, their you know their eight major properties. Yeah. That they're canonizing and everything else is, oh, that's a fun what if legends story. So I like them. I that, think I'll get those lines. I think I'll get all of them. I the, mean, at $3.29, I think, is what they're coming in at, three thirty. I mean, that's, that's a drop in the bucket. That's a <laughs> latte. Um, they, have, they have the diecast vehicles, too, which looked really cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm really excited about, especially to see some uh, Rebels in there. Because, again, it wouldn't excite me if it was all just X-Wings and A-Wings and TIE Fighters because we I have almost all the Micro Machines and almost all the Action Fleet and, you know, so on and so forth, the die cast and the Titaniums. So I am excited to see that Rebels are getting represented. They already have the Ghost out, and I'm sure they'll have more down the road, hopefully. They'll yeah. have some Clone Wars, even though I know that's not their focus. But What I'm wondering is the troop transport previously was just a Kenner design, mm -hmm. something Kenner came up with. Awesome. Now that it's in Rebels, oh. now that it's in Rebels, <laughs> does that open up that design for other license holders to make? Watch no one make it out of spite. <laughs> I mean, could there be a Hot Wheels troop transport now? Yep. Of course. Why not? Why not? Speaking of Kenner appearances, of course, during the con, we got lots of uh, video clips of Rebels and uh, making of and interviews with Filoni and Kinberg and all these other people involved. But the coolest one was, and someone pointed it out online, that they, in the background of one of the Rebels, the newest extended trailer for Rebels, is a very Kenner 
looking hammerhead walking around in the back. So I am super excited to be hunting down those little uh, homages that they're going to have with the blue I, with the blue granny uh, bathing suit. <laughs> totally, absolutely. Tom, you're going to get that. Come on, right? Uh, that would be fun to see. If that they sure make, would be if for they sure. Make, if they make it, they probably, oh, they probably they, will. Maybe I don't. Know. You know, to go along with that, there was a Lego set for, and I think it was Rebels. I'm not sure. I was just crabbing pictures so quickly. Uh, but there was a Lego set that came with a, a hammerhead figure in it too, and I wonder if that was from the Rebels or not. I didn't look if that was or not, but it had a hammerhead figure, which I thought was very interesting when I saw it there. Now, Ryan, they showed. Wait, they did have a small exclusive, right? What was the Lego exclusive this year? Um, I think it was a mini ghost or something like that, like those mini yes, ships. Right. Been, I think it was a ghost. Yeah. Did you see anyone going for that, or did you try for that? Uh, it was sold out every time I looked. I bet, yeah, those Legos are hot commodities. But they did show a new set, though, right? The Wookiee yeah, Gunner. The Wookiee Transport or whatever, yeah. It was kind of a strange thing for them to reveal. Because Lego each day does a big reveal. Like, they count down to it, and they have this box in the middle, and all of a sudden the, the lid lifts, and, and and you can see inside only it's kind of uh, misty-looking windows, so you can't see it perfectly. But... Y- then the next day you can see it really well. So it's kind of weird that they did this big hoopla for it, and it was just like this little Wookiee ship. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. I would, I would expect, you know, because they're doing a big grand reveal. Like they did a huge Batmobile reveal that was really cool looking. Uh, for Star Wars, it was just this Wookiee ship that you've never seen before. It was kind of weird. Hammerhead comes with the Jedi Scout Fighter. Is is that the it, the Yoda Chronicles? I I, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, I I don't know. It's got the probably because it's got the uh, half circle fleet emblem. It's like a okay. So it's a prequel vehicle, you know, era. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's the that Padawan that was in the series. I honestly, I, I honestly, this is the first time I recall ever seeing this ship. So I'm bad with my <laughs> Lego knowledge. So I'll do some research on that. But well, yeah. Jake, that's okay. I think you and I are the only ones who actually have seen every episode of the Yoda Chronicles. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of episodes, Tom, we're going to sit down and we're going to hold hands if we have to, but we're going to get through Phineas and Ferb because it is funny as hell. I would rather inject myself. <laughs> I would rather inject myself with orange juice at this point. Jake, no, you no thought thanks. that episode was funny? Oh, I thought it was great. I thought the attention to detail was perfect. Like, even the little things. Like, you know when Obi-Wan's walking across to deactivate? He's in the Death Star. He's walking across the bridge, and he stops, and he kind of glances over his shoulder. They do parodies, or they they mimic that stuff perfectly. They explain why he does that, and they have a character under a bridge below him do it at the same time. It's little little nuances like that that I thought just made that episode awesome. I, I was impressed that they basically inserted the characters into the movie as we know it, and they don't – I mean, they interfere with the characters, but not interfere with anything we see on screen. Yeah. I did find that interesting. But it, I, I watched through it, and of course, I've never really watched a show before, so I wanted to see the Star Wars characters more than the Phineas and Ferb characters. I don't know. I didn't laugh once during the whole show. So. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. I, Watch, I, watch again. Oh God. <laughs> I, right. I, I was dying. It's great. It's so, great. Tom, you have a date with Jake. 
Jason, you're invited. I'm not watching that show. Yes. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not watching any more crossovers. Not I, done. I I'm done. With, like I said before, I'm with Jason. I'm. I, this is an easy pass, really. Yeah. Well, this is. Yeah, Give me real too, Star Wars, not diluted. These guys. This show did have about 25 writers. I mean, just to go through the credits, it's like writer, and there's like five per page, and it just keeps going. So obviously, it wasn't like one person's idea of like how could we do a episode. No, this is well thought out. There's a lot of heads involved here. I, I am defending it. I was impressed with some of the people involved with it. Like I saw Adam Savage and Jamie, Jamie Heineman in there. Um, Simon Pegg did the 3PO voice. Whoever was doing the Mark Hamill voice nailed it. Yes, um, he did. I, I actually thought it was Mark Hamill. I, and when I saw that, I was like, I was surprised. How, how long is this? How long is this little presentation? Without, without commercials, we'll make it 44 minutes. It'll oh, be- God, it's a full-length thing? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it's really fun. It's fun. <clears throat> All right. That's going to wrap up the show. I want to thank everyone for co-hosting tonight. <laughs> I want to thank Tom from IGrewUpStarWars.com. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> and Jake from for Lom Kiss or from forlomkisstozuckis.com no <laughs> you murdered <him. laughs> what you said from forlomkisstozuckis.com <laughs> I said <laughs> so complicated it's, yeah all this change everything changes I'm just I was used to forlomkis now it's all something all different now from forlomkisstozuckis.com they both work. doesn't roll off the tongue the same way the same way <laughs> Ryan, it's been a pleasure. Ryan, <laughs> yeah, good to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. How much did Tom say in the show? I didn't hear him talk very much. He slept for <laughs> forty. It's, it's hot in here, and I'm bitchy. And, and Amy, it's good. To, <laughs> Tom can't stand eight. It's only eighty. If it's barely eighty degrees outside, if that. Yeah, but it's ten o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. All right, Amy. Thank you for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. And on our next episode of Galaxy of Toys, you can look forward to Matt Fox from This Week in Star Wars podcast. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend Time can fly So it's good night, friend Good night, but not goodbye